Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 31 after 6 is your time. Good morning and welcome to you, my family. Uh, it is indeed Radio Pulpit. Let's praise him as the name of the program. So much that the Lord has spoken to us this morning. Uh, I just want to pray that we will continue in that mode of allowing the Lord to speak to us about issues of partiality, issues of equality, issues of uh, uh, faith and, uh, you know, just, just, just hearing exactly what it is that the Lord wants to wants to say to us and is doing with us um, at this time and uh, let's just continue also in that mode of repentance you know continuously looking and checking you know ourselves against the mirror of the word of God. Uh, good morning and uh, thank you so much for standing by and thank you for your time and we are very very sorry but welcome. <laughs> thank you so much uh, you are setting an example for all of us the issue of Slambuluka, uh, it's so important, and I know it comes from your heart. Mm. Uh, we we learn, we, we set examples for others. Amen. It's a pleasure for me to be here. I greet the family. Amen. Amen. Yes, thank, thank you, Dad. No, bless you so much. Siabulela yes. Kakulu this morning. So we really want to get back into into gear. You know, I I I want to get back into gear. I really want to get back into the issue of discipleship and just be focused on it. Uh, so this morning, Dad, the question that we are asking, uh, the question that is on the table is. Um, how do we set up where does where do, where do I begin my journey of discipleship? Yes, that's a very good question. Um, you have to begin the journey. You are not a disciple until you become a disciple. Just like you are not a student of university until you actually go to classes. <laughs> Admission to university does not mean you're a student until you go and sit Wow. In a lecture hall, wow. consistently, you're not a student. So you begin to be a disciple, number one, by praying to God that uh, he would uh, give you someone who would walk the journey with you. Hmm. Now, it must be a person who, number one, is prayerful. Number two, someone who genuinely loves you, genuinely, uh, who wishes you to be the best that God has meant you to be, who is really interested in helping you to become the best. Amen. And then it must be someone who is godly, someone whose conduct you respect. Mm. Uh, It's best if it is someone that you know. And there's nothing wrong in inquiring about a person because sometimes a person is impressive when he or she speaks, but his conduct does not match Mm. his words. Mm And therefore, you've got to uh, investigate to see if this person is who he claims to be. Mm. This is where now uh, the issue of prayer becomes important because God will guide you to the right person. Amen. And then when that has happened, then you need to make a formal 
uh, arrangement, just like a mentor mentorship, in mentor mentee relationship. Mm-hmm. So you call call this person and tell him or her that uh, you prayed about it, and you are requesting him or her to work with you to disciple you. And then the person must also pray and find out from the Lord if the Lord wants him or her to disciple the person making the request. So now, if then we use the word divine connection, Mm. if then God is divinely connecting the two of you in this relationship, then you could become a disciple. That's the one way. But the other way is the one we find in the Bible, both we find in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other way is when a disciple himself, a person who has been walking with God, sees you, and he sees he or she sees a potential in you. Mm-hmm. And he or she says to you, I want you to follow me. And I want you to follow me. Uh, now, the person approached should not be overwhelmed by the fact that a man of God says, I want you to follow me. She, she, she or he must pray also. Mm. We see this in Christ. Christ went around. He says, follow me. He did that to the disciples in Matthew chapter 4. He said this to uh, Matthew in uh, in Matthew 9. We see Paul doing this to Timothy in uh, Acts 16. So we see this pattern. Now, when a man of God comes to you and he says, I want you to follow me, and you know he's a man of God, it's an honor, isn't it? It's an honor. Mm. This is what Elijah did to, to Elisha when he threw his cloak on him mm. and then he followed him. So in other words, this could be initiated either by the disciple or by the disciple. Mm. One of the two could initiate it. And then there are other ways then that we find in the Bible um, I don't know whether you want me just to mention them quickly now or what. No, we can mention that. I think let's go ahead. Yes. Uh, other, others that we find in the Bible, take the case of Eli mm-hmm. discipling Samuel. Mm. In that case, the parents took this young boy to this man of God. Um... It was it was the parents who initiated it. Mm-hmm. In the case of uh, Esther and Mordecai, mm. it was in a family relationship. Uh, Mordecai was an uncle uh, to Esther, and she raised this girl, but he was a godly man. So, which means parents or relatives can can disciple people. Uh, there, there is that, there is that pattern of uh, discipleship, and then in the case of 
Moses and Jethro, it was purely God who organized it because this man was running away. He was a fugitive from justice. He had killed someone. He comes to Midian. By coincidence, he meets uh, these girls. He helps them. But God had orchestrated it. So sometimes God can orchestrate it. I know it in my own personal life. Mm. You know Pinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how I met Pinky was something that has God orchestrated it. Mm. Um, so God has various ways in which you could arrange this. But the most common one is the disciple requesting someone to disciple her or the, the disciple requesting someone to follow to follow him or her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope it is clear. No, it's clear, Dad. Mm. And so, and so then, Gadad, once once that has happened, right? Um, mm-hmm. What then? Okay, maybe before we get to the church setting, what then happens? Mm. What then happens be, in relation to our churches and places of worship? Because typically, what you would expect is that um, you know your pastor in the church should typically. Uh, let's give I you. A, agree. Let's give you a I moment, agree. Dada. If you need to cough, it's fine. No, no, I'm alright. Okay, so typically, umfundiswa kwenkonswe, and you should actually be your disciple, you know. But it doesn't always happen that way. And so, how do we then handle the dynamics of that relationship, where you have your pastor, whom you are submitted under by membership, and then you have a disciple. Uh, who is then the one that the Lord has appointed to journey with you in, in your journey of, of, of salvation? I know you're asking very good questions. Very, Amen. very good questions. Number one, you are right that if pastors understood shepherding, mm. they're supposed to be the one discipling you. You can never be a shepherd that does not disciple people, quite frankly. Shepherding means discipling people. Uh, so uh, you're right that he is supposed to be doing that. <coughs> so the relationship then must be handled very sensitively. Mm-hmm. One, you need to continue to submit to your pastor because uh, he has oversight over your life at church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the person who's discipling you shouldn't interfere with that relationship. Okay. And he should not even insinuate that you should disobey your pastor. He shouldn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Instead, he should encourage you to obey your pastor. The Bible says, obey those of God. Authority over your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then he should then play a role in molding your life. And he must tell you as a disciple that you as a disciple must be, you must not compare your pastor with a disciple. Okay, okay. Yes, it's very important that mm. uh, you don't make the comparison. Uh, you, you don't say, 
Oh, in my church, my father does not teach me the thing to teach me. My father, no, you don't, you don't do that. Or vice versa. Or vice, or vice versa. versa. Or, mm-hmm. or vice versa, yes. So you you handle the relationship well. A church is a relation with church. And then uh, then you, you're a real disciple. There's a relationship with you, with your disciple. Uh, there's no other way of doing it because if it, this disciple is a an honor an honorable man, mm. he is not raising you for himself. He is raising you to be a gem uh, in your church. In your local to be an assembly. example. Yeah. Yes, yeah. in your local example. Yeah. Yeah. Your life should be so different that your pastor one day will ask, why are you so different? Uh, so, and to be useful to your local church. Mm. He's happy when you're useful to your local church. He's uh, not, he does not have ulterior motives. He he really has no motive at all except to help you uh, to be the person God wants you to be and to be of use to your church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, and then he prays with you that the church will give you opportunity to serve. Hmm. Mm. Wow, family, it's 44 minutes after 6. Uh, that's 16 before the top of the hour, if you've just joined us. It's Radio Pulpit. Uh, and we're, we're having a very technical discussion this morning on discipleship. I'm quite enjoying it, actually. Uh, and mm. joining us on the line is, uh, um, is it Reverend? It's Prof. Uh, Professor Vianin Tintili uh, joining us uh, to help us with this conversation. Uh, you know, Dada, something is just brewing in my head as you're speaking. Is it orderly? Is it orderly to be submitted to a pastor and have a disciple, a discipler outside of that community? It it is orderly because we need to realize that actually the church is broader than the local assembly. Amen. And so the church is the body of Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, quite frankly, the person who is discipling you is not part of the assembly. He's not an outsider. That's right. He's a brother because or a sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a brother or sister in mm-hmm, Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And therefore, there's nothing disorderly in that sense that it's a child of God. Where it becomes disorderly, is when you are discipled by a charlatan. Okay. Yes, a person mm. who pretends to be a, child of a man of God, mm. but who really is not a man of God, who is a wolf in a sheepskin. Okay. Uh, because he is not going to be raising you to become useful to your church. Mm. He, he may even harm you. But when you are raised to serve by a person who, who number one, respects the church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who, number two, respects ministers, mm. and who is not divisive, really, 
it's best if you are discipled by someone who does not have a, a church of his own. No, that's right, actually. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. who does not have a church of his own because he, he does not intend to steal you. Uh, he cannot take you, he has no place to take you to. He is not preparing you to take you anywhere because he's preparing you to be the best. For the kingdom. Mm. For the kingdom, number one, and for even in your local assembly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, when we talk about the church uh, next time, remind me to say, say that we need to respect what you call mainline churches. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes <laughs> we uh, Pentecostals uh, look down upon we even speak disparagingly of mainland churches. That's not correct. Mm. It's really not correct. These churches were started by God-honoring people. They've got good traditions. Mm. If you look, look at their hymns and their history, they love the Lord. Mm. And therefore, uh, we, shouldn't be, we should never speak disparagingly of any church. Uh, but then we should guide people to Christ. So, you need a person who's mature sure. to disable you, who, who will know such things. Which probably means, Gidele, that um, even the one requesting to be discipled has to have a degree of maturity um, in order to be able to handle some, some, some sensitivities. I'm even thinking that, um, you know, I wonder how ideal it would be if... Um, you know how sometimes let me make a, a colloquial example. You know how sometimes that uh, you 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 become friends, you know, with mm-hmm. someone because your child is friends with their child. Mm-hmm. We understand that. So you, mm-hmm. you parents then become friends by association, you know, because the mm-hmm. children are friends. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. even wondering if it wouldn't be ideal, even that if, for example, a ayanda, you know, meets a discipler, a prof, you know. That instead of prof discipling me alone, I also encourage my reverend or my pastor, you know, to be discipled so that, you know, so that it doesn't look like a, um, a top-down approach. You understand what I'm trying to say? That I don't understand what you're trying to say, and it's typical of you because you're big-hearted. Um, you need to be careful when you do that. Okay. Uh, in there that uh, ministers are are very sensitive people. Mm. They don't want anyone to think that there's someone better than them. Okay. And therefore, if you say they must be disabled by someone else, you're demoting them. You are saying that uh, they will think so, that uh, you are saying that someone is better than them. But it has happened, though, hmm. in this way, in two ways. One, when they see a very striking change in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you've grown and when they give you a pulpit to give a word, and you just bring a very strong word that convicts people. Mm. A strong word that convicts people. Then he takes note. 
he comes slowly to you and they befriends you and then later he finds out why do you get these things from? And that's when then you could cautiously introduce mm. what has helped you. I have had uh, uh, ministers that have helped and they came to me through the people that I discipled. Amen. Amen. They respected the person I discipled mm. and therefore they wanted to go to the source. Then the other way of doing it, I think you once said it to yourself, I think you did, mm-hmm. uh, when you said that, when you're getting something, then you take it to your person and say, hey, these are the things that I'm getting, Yes. I, and I want to share it with you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it is a book or it's a tape or and so forth, and uh, when he has been helped, mm-hmm. he may want uh, to be connected to the person who wrote the book. But you do this thing prayerfully. Uh, So you need to be careful when you do it. And uh, timing becomes of the essence. So God must guide you at the right time to do it. So that you're not clumsy about it. Do you understand me? No, no. You know, I think think that's where we're going to leave it today. But I I just want to comment that... um, the, these are these are things you pick up along the journey, because the other thing that becomes very un, not uncomfortable, but you know, I guess like you say, you know, is 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 problematic sometimes because you you understand things and then what you you almost feel like you wish you know that everybody in your local assembly would see it the way that you do now. You know what I mean? But I guess then that's where. We should be given in prayer because that's what the Bible says. It admonishes us to pray for all people. And uh, the God who was able to connect people is able to connect others. So it's not like it's limited, you know, to one person. So we, we, we get that. That I can we... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing to say. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I do want us to give the issue of the church. How do we then uh, um, apply or transfer this discipleship into the church or start it in the church? I want to give it its own time and the Lord really help me, you know, next week with time so that we can have enough time to actually deal with the issue of the church. So I'm going to ask that we leave it here for today, Dada, but I'm going to ask that you pray specifically, you know, uh, for 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 the grace of discipleship to start making sense, you know, and for the scales to fall off from our eyes. Amen, amen, amen. Our Father, we are really grateful that you have opened this platform. (laughs) I can imagine that you are smiling in heaven. Amen. Because you yourself, discipled people, actually we learn discipleship from you. Thank you that you are introducing it to the broader body of Christ through this platform that your daughter has. But we pray that uh, you will help people to realize that they need someone to walk with them. The Mm -hmm. mistakes that they've committed in life, tragic mistakes, is because they had no one holding their hand. Mm. And we pray that they might realize that they need someone. And uh, they will begin to pray and ask someone to disciple them. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Father, we pray for those who are fast who are disciples, people that give us a large heart mm. and uh, give a space to people who may make such requests. We pray that you'll raise people like Ayanda and others also to grow quickly yes. so that they can be, begin to take people under their arm mm. and really guide them, disciple them. Please, Father, promote discipleship. Yes, because Lord. that's the only thing that you left us with. Go into the world and make disciples of all nations. Mm. So please help us, Father. Open the eyes, as our sister says, let the scale fall from our eyes. Let's see the truth mm. and help us to walk in the truth. We thank you. Please give us a good day today, the Sunday, as we go to church. Please bless us. Thank you, but. The COVID is subsiding. Yes, Lord. Please take it away, Lord. Take it away. It has caused so much uh, mm. heartache. Please deliver us from the scourge of COVID. We thank you and we bless you in the name of Christ we pray. Amen. Amen and amen, Dada. Thank you so much for that. Dada, before you go, can I just ask you, there was a book that you recommended for us last week. Um, I downloaded a couple of books uh, from Watchmen Nia, but I just wanted to uh, to ask that you remind us, Dana, um, what book and then it was that, uh, that you recommended that we read. Um, there's a book that is really touching me. It's called Normal Christian Life. Or oh, is that the normal Christian life? Was it uh, not I but Christ? Yeah, it yes, reminded no, me. No, 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 it's I. It's but I boy, and I not me but Christ. We are going to the longest way. It's not I but Christ. So it's 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 the yes I found it actually and I wanted to just share it with the family I found it um it's not I but Christ um that's yeah. the that's the one that's the one so thank you so much Kedada um it is available on PDF I got it I downloaded it so if anyone wants to do it I think Watchmania is probably like you know the the, the real deal in terms of books that we can read so thank you thank you and bless you so much. Thank you for your time. We'll catch up with you next week. Bless you. Bless you. Awesome. My family, that was Professor Vianin Tintili. Uh, he is vintintili at gmail.com if you'd like to catch up with him. 57 after 6 is your time. Uh, before we take a quick, slight break, um, I do want to announce, because we've been given permission, so here's a mighty testimony of uh, really what the Lord can do. There's two matters, right? Um, so, about two weeks ago, Shalom J called, um, texted me. You know, we were we talk, you know, outside of Radio Pulpit, and so we were just talking about Bibles and whatever, you know, and uh, the conversation escalated to uh, the fact that we realized there is a shortage of Bibles, and we have decided Shalom J and I to start collecting Bibles, and uh, from today, from tomorrow, uh, you know, we just really want to. Sp- put word out there we will put it out on social media uh you can follow us and and find out how we are doing it but we just want to ask you Basalwane, if you've got a bible that you're no longer using that you'd like to uh sponsor you can drop it off here at radio pulpit um at reception and uh, i'm sure uh marina will will make arrangements uh you know for when you drop it off and so we just really want to uh ask and to encourage you uh to support that bible drive we will be just 
distributing those Bibles, especially now coming into the festive season. We don't want to be found without Bibles to distribute, um, especially with the people that we lead to the Lord, um, as the Lord gives us the grace to do so. So we just really want to encourage you this morning. There's also a clothing drive, as this Macaulay has started. So many things happening, and I'm just really sharing this particular testimony, Gassis Macaulay, to encourage you in case your hands have been feeble. It's it's action time, Basalon. I don't know how else to put it. It's time for us to really put the gospel into action. So the Lord bless you as you do so, and the Lord love you and keep you. Thank you, Sis Nomtle. Bless you so much for your wonderful prayer. I'm Dasakaya. Uh, we'll catch up with you, Basalon, next week. We love you so much. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you, and may he give you grace and peace in everything that you do for this week ahead. We'll catch up with you next week. And a church is coming up here on Radio Pulpit. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za you and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique, and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Get in touch with the truth, the light, and the life. 657 AM. You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.